What's up, everybody? My name is Adam, and I'm the host of the You Know Adam Same podcast, the show that is dedicated on bringing on passionate people, learning about their stories, and delivering value to entrepreneurs. So if that's what you're interested in, go ahead and follow, like, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know just a little bit more about people passions and all things business. Today, sitting across the way, I have Rolly from Rolly's Taqueria in Metter, Georgia. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. Pretty good to be here. Thank yeah? you. Yeah. So uh, just to give everybody a little bit of backstory, uh, I'm not often in Metter much, but uh, I work at the Business Innovation uh, Center in Statesboro, Georgia. And uh, right across the way, uh, there was a food truck set up a couple weekends ago. And I went up to the food truck, had some of the food, blew me away. I thought the, the food was amazing. Thank and you. I had to talk to the, the people that were behind it. And that's when we started, striked up a conversation, talked a little bit about kind of, you know, the things that you were going through uh, with the food truck, starting the food truck. And I thought that that would be a perfect, uh, you know, a, a, a perfect uh, place to be able to talk about entrepreneurship and that sort of thing. So uh, super excited about that. Um, tell me a little bit about how you initially got into the restaurant industry. Well, it's pretty much been born into it. Okay. I was almost born in a restaurant when my mother first had it. Uh, they had a tortilla maker. It was okay. called a tortilla. It used to be called La Cabaña. Okay. In Claxton. Okay. So they would get up two, three in the morning every day, cook the corn, you know, everything from the corn all the way down to the tortilla. Wow. And that's kind of how everything kind of started. They had a restaurant right beside it. So there was freshly made tortillas straight to the restaurant. Okay. And they distributed also to the local restaurants and uh, farmer's market in Atlanta. You mentioned something about that caught my attention. You said that uh, your mom almost had you in yeah. the restaurant. What does that mean? So it's pretty much while she was pregnant, they were working it. Yeah. So, so just yeah. very, like, always part of kind of like yeah. the business. Always, always in, in, in the business. Um, did you, was that, had that been in the family for a period of time or? Um, my uncle had started it. Uh, it was pretty much a family ran business, you know, uncles, sisters, uh, cousins, you know, anybody pretty much that came by mm -hmm. as far as family, um, working together, getting, getting the product out. That's awesome. Yeah. And how many tortillas are we talking about that were being produced um, at that? You know, I was pretty young at that point, but I just remember like cases, you know, by the pallets. Uh -huh. um, they, they, would, they would put me to build boxes. They would put you. Yeah. How old were you at that time? Probably around six, seven. Wow. You know, like real, real young. That's fascinating to me because I start. I personally also started working around that age. Yeah. Uh, not anything like super kind of like you yeah, know strenuous. Yeah, it wasn't like every day. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, Like yeah. hey, you're here. You know, help us out. You know, throw some things away or this or that. Move things around. Uh huh. Uh, probably a little bit older, eight or nine. Started moving. You know, a little bit more. Uh huh. Or just uh, my uncle had a. Uh, he has a store right down the road. Uh -huh. like, hey, go get some limes. Or uh -huh. hey, you know, they have me a little bike out there. He's like, hey, go get some limes. Uh -huh. you know, cilantro's and onions and. Just ride it back and forth all day. I like it. Uh, so this this restaurant that you're currently at is that same restaurant, or that's a, that's no, a different I'm, restaurant. I'm in Metter. Uh, okay. The one in Metter's been in in the family for 20 years. Mm -hmm. You know, my oldest uncle had it for 10 years. He sold it to his youngest sisters, my aunt Sandra. She's also my godmother. She had it for 10 years. She started in 2012 mm -hmm. when I was a uh, I think I was a s senior in high school. Okay. So I kind of helped her start it, you know, after school, on the weekends, 
And then this past August, she sold in 2022, she sold it to me. Wow. Uh, why, what made you want to get into the restaurant business? I've always wanted to have a, especially a restaurant since I pretty much grew up into it. And I know, you know, how to run uh-huh. left and right. So I figured I could kind of do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the opportunity came up with her and I decided to buy her out. What What is the connection here, right? So, you know, you have uh, a tortilla shop that, you know, from the from what I hear is very successful. Uh, it's basically shipping, you know, pallets of tortillas across Which guess, it, it, the U.S. It had shut down already since I think the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. Got you. Uh, there were some issues in the family and, mm. you know, eventually got shut down and, Kind of once that person knows that recipe, even though you write it down, you know, you communicate it back and forth, it's still not the same as, you know, as you can write it down by the book, that push, that person follows it and it's still not, I guess it's the, that, that, that hand that gives it the flavor. That's so interesting to me because, you know, in restaurants, it's so hard to provide consistency across yeah. the board. And so do you believe in, you know, having someone that is different people will follow the same recipe and produce a different result? Yes, definitely. You know, the way my, my mother helps me in the restaurant on the weekend sometimes here and there. And, you know, we don't really have anything on paper. Uh-huh. We just kind of go by, you know, sometimes she doesn't even taste it. She'll uh-huh. go, hey, taste, taste how this how this is. Oh, it needs a little bit of salt or this or that. Uh-huh. But it's there's nothing on paper that yeah. just kind of tells us like, hey, we this is how we do it. Or we just kind of go. So so tell me this. Is the is the food better when mom's around? Uh, yeah. It's, it's got its, it's got its, it's got its ups and downs. You know, sometimes they'll 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 compliment. It's like, hey, the food is really good today. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I cooked it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. we'll do a lot of uh, on the weekends. We do menudo, uh-huh. which the okay. the beef truck. Yep. And uh, when the when we get compliments, my mother's like, well, "What'd you do different?" Yeah. I was like, "Well, nothing. I just you know made it the same made way. The same. You, yeah, same way you showed me." And it's just said, like, well, send me a bowl to the house, and I want to try it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, well, you have to wait because we just ran out. So I'm, oh. cooking, I'm cooking some more. Uh-huh. And, you know, we, it's the same recipe. We just, I guess it's the... If you were to try to quantify that, because I, I, I think that that's an interesting thing, right? Because I've, I've experienced it at the restaurants as mm-hmm. well because, it, you know, we, we try to be as consistent as we can. So systems-wise, yeah. like, hey, there's a recipe that you need to follow. This is what you need to do. But, you know, why why do you think that when two people approach the same recipe, that you get a different result? I guess because they're trying to imitate it instead of trying to do their own uh, their own flavor to it. Mm-hmm. They'll try to imitate it exactly. And if they'll taste it, it's like, oh, it needs a little bit more of this or a little bit more you know, salt or pepper. Mm-hmm. And it kind of changes. That's where it changes the texture gotcha. and the flavor. Because the, they're using their taste yeah. buds to kind of like, yeah. you know, work through it. Makes sense. Uh, so let's kind of like move uh, maybe a forward or backwards, uh, depending on how you how you look at it. Uh, so you started, again, at a very er- early age, working kind of like for the family. Were you getting paid at that time? Um, was it like kind of like a, like some it money? Was, it, I mean, it's like pocket change. Yeah. And they were like, you know, if I wanted a bike or this and that, they just, you know, I had good birthday parties. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was the youngest uh-huh. of the oldest cousins. So I was, you know, pretty much getting what I wanted sure. left and right or, nice. you know, two vacations a year when uh, whoever went to Mexico, I kind of tagged along with them uh-huh. and came back. Um, I didn't have, I wouldn't say like a traditional childhood, you know, mm-hmm. we Saturday mornings, you're at the house watching cartoons, eating cereals. Sure. It was more like, Hey, you know, 
three, four in the morning, go find your bike in the yard. You know, we're headed to the restaurant. Sure. So it was uh, been a pretty. So you, did you do prep work at the restaurant too? Uh, not nothing too. Just kind of like peel onions, mm. you know, chop cilantro, chop lemons and stuff. That was more in my teens, yeah, my early teens. That you actually started yeah. doing stuff. Some gotcha. more hands on, other than just running errands, like hey, go get this or go get that. I mean, we were not even a quarter of a mile down the road where my mom had the restaurant and my uncle has a store in a meat market. Uh-huh. It's called La Contentida. Uh huh. And I mean, it was you know to me it was fun. I'd hop on the bike and just go as fast as I could on the sidewalk and try to get there as soon as I can, uh-huh. get what I needed, and run right run, run right, right back. back. Yeah, you know? that's cool. Uh, why? You know, we're in South Georgia. You know, how well, how did your family end up in South Georgia? Uh, my grandmother, Edina Garcia, she she loved it down here. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, they, they come from migrants. They lived in South Texas. Uh, they would go to Michigan to work in the, in the, I think it's the apples, cherries. They would go from different states following the seasons, you mm-hmm. know, the onions. Uh, what is it? Cabbage, watermelons. Uh-huh. Uh, they would go to Michigan, I think it was. And what for, does that mean? Follow like follow the straits. Does that mean like um, they're they're kind of like migrant workers? Okay, yeah. got you. So you know when you know like Vidalia Sweet Onion when they come down, you know you get a bunch of migrant workers coming down here, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how they were. They got to Georgia and they pretty much liked it down here. My grandmother liked it. I got four uncles and four four aunts, and they pretty much all liked it here. They lived in. Uh, I'd say maybe a thousand square foot homes, like mm. two bedrooms. It was eight people, well, nine people with my grandmother included. That's crazy. And what what do you think that has that had any impact on kind of like you know the family? Because obviously there's this struggle feature, like yeah. item, right? Like there's this thing of like you know being able to push through. Because my family is also they they immigrated here. Yeah. And so you know I, I'm curious about your family's kind of like experience with that struggle especially at the beginning i think with us it helped us as far as unity you mm-hmm. know we're all pretty close you know i could call any one of my uncles right now my aunts you know they helped me out in the restaurant my uncles helped me out it's like hey you need to do this or you know kind of more like a mentor yeah kind of like mentors okay they helped me out you know since they've had the business before one of my uncles still has a business on the He's married to my aunt. He's still, he's the one that has a store in Claxton. Mm-hmm. He mentors me, you know, a lot. You know, where I'll call him, he's like, hey, I'm having troubles with this or that. And he'll help me out, you mm-hmm. know, in the long run. That's awesome. And and does that kind of uh, translate down to your next generation? Is that kind of like, are you yeah. seeing that happen as well? Yeah, definitely. Got you. Got with, you. with my cousin stuff, you know, family's pretty much been the, the biggest support I've had mm-hmm. with the business. You know, I have uh, cousins that paint. You know that do electrical work, AC work, and they've all. Hey, I'm I'm having some troubles with my AC. You mind come checking it out? Yeah, yeah it's fine. You know, no just, problem. Yeah, it's within the family. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. So that there's definitely kind of like that advantage. Um, you know, what? Uh, let's talk a little bit about the taqueria. Uh, what is the food that you serve? It's pretty much like street food inside of a business. You know, we have tacos, quesadillas, tortas. Gorditas. On the weekends, we do tamales, uh, caldo de res, and menudo. Uh-huh. And we try to keep it as authentic as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, we do put in some fajitas in there every now and then, <laughs> kind of mix but, it. Okay, fajitas is not... Uh, to where we're from, in, you know, we're from Tamaulipas, from uh, Rio Bravo. Uh-huh. You don't really... You'll see them, but more toward the t- tourist area. Okay. 
if you're out to where we live, it's more like tacos, tortas. Uh, well, the tortas over there, they're lunches. It's a little small bread cut uh -huh. in half. Uh-huh. Uh, put in some pretty much like deep fried. Take it out. Put the meat in it. Gotcha. But we're the and the quesadillas, which here now we kind of like updated them. Now we add meats to them. But yeah. where we're from, it pretty it's, much is just cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Cheese, cheese and, and then the, and the tortilla. And tortilla. Yeah. Got you. What you, uh, so fajitas is a very American feature. Yeah, to us, it's it's more of a. Is there any any anybody that uh, does eat fajitas? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a pretty popular seller on the weekends. Mm -hmm. uh, we either do them in tacos or in the, in the plates. Got gotcha. you. Know, some gotcha. people prefer them in tacos. Some people prefer them as a plate and gotcha. make their own tacos. Got gotcha. you. Um, you know. What do you think is the future of kind of uh, your cuisine? You know, Hispanic food, Mexican food has had this explosion yeah. right, in the U.S. Yeah, uh, it's I definitely think, pretty popular overall. Uh, yeah. Uh, right now, our most popular would be the quesadillas since we make the flour tortillas every morning. Um, you make them by hand. Yeah. Wow. What is that? What does that involve? Tell me about that process. Um, we pretty much buy the flour. Uh, add a little bit of oil and some hot water and stuff and pretty much, you know, mix everything by hand, kind of like, like a bread. Uh-huh. Uh, set them out in the morning and then roll them and, you know, heat them up, have them ready for the day. How much more, uh, so let's compare and contrast like time. So how much time does it take to finish like the tortilla process for you guys? Um, ideally, it's probably close to two to three hours, depending if, if we're kind of busy. You know, sometimes we'll have customers. It's like, hey, we're making fresh tortillas. Okay, well, if I order three, give me six. Yeah. yeah since you're just making them, you know, it's, it's just a different vibe. Different, yeah, it's a different taste to it. And uh, it's more, it gives it that more authentic. Let's describe that. So when you say like a different taste, uh, a store-bought tortilla versus like a plain, like a handmade one. Yeah. What do you, what, what is the difference that you'll be able to, tell the um, taste to us you know we can we can find the taste pretty quick you yeah know, it's either more like like the store-bought tortillas it's more kind of like elastic they stretch a little bit more compared to the ones we make you know at the restaurant it's a little i guess since we know the texture you know yeah it's kind of it's like eh, it's a store-bought tortilla it's like you can tell yeah it's like we'll get the flour yeah, yeah we'll make some <laughs> we'll make some right now it's like, yeah, don't worry about those you know you kind of put those to the side for an emergency or something that's that's funny um Flour tortillas are an American thing. Are there flour tortillas in Mexico? Yes. There are. Yeah. But it's much more popular in the U.S. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I typically ask for corn. Is that the traditional way that uh, tacos are consumed? Yeah. Or either way works? Uh, traditionally, it's more of a corn tortilla. Uh, we It is starting to get more popular in the flour, uh -huh. depending on the... I guess on the customer. Yeah. You know, once they taste the flour, it's like, well, you know, the it's homemade. Yeah. So it's, it gives it a different it give it taste to it. So the ones that you make are flour tortillas, not yeah. corn tortillas. No. We just make the flour. Got you. Do you uh, do most restaurants out there or the ones that make their own? Do they usually specialize in one a specific one? Um. Yeah, I think a lot of more popular in the restaurants is corn. Mm -hmm. As far as uh, making them, uh, we do. The tortilla that we get it from is from here, from Statesboro. Okay. It's from uh, Rinconcito. Okay. So yeah, we, I'm familiar we, with yeah. them. What do you get from them? The tortillas. They have a tortilla maker. Yes, yeah. that's right. So that's we right. get it from them as far as the corn tortillas, and we just make our flour. 
Does it take uh, how much time does it is there a difference between the time that it takes to make a corn versus a flour? Um, I think it's it's a little bit more complicated to make the corn. Really? Yeah. Mm. From what I've from what I've seen, you know, because we'll try different corn tortillas also depending on the on the urgency of it mm-hmm. and how fast we need them. Uh, a lot of corn tortillas or rip. You know, once once you kind of package them to go. They'll kind of get hard, or they'll they'll end up ripping. Yeah. Kind of with when you package them in the in aluminum or in a to-go box. Yeah. I guess with the moisture or the heat or something, they'll cause them to rip. And you know, we've just been kind of trying different tortillas to, to get to find the perfect one. Yeah. Um. You know, as a restaurateur, uh, how do you approach uh, your business, right? And so that's a very maybe general question. Yeah. Uh, but thinking more alongside of like. You know, with the experiences that that you have, uh, you know, working uh, as a uh, you know five to nine year old, um, what along the way has made you the entrepreneur that you you are today? I would say my family definitely. Mm. They would uh, a lot of they give me a lot of backup uh, as far as you know any questions that I have is like, hey, I'm having troubles with taxes. Yeah, so, you know what I do with this, or you know how, hey, you know go to this accountant, they'll help you out, or They'll show me how to do my own taxes pretty much online. But I think, you know, family's been a big, a big help overall, especially since they've, they've had the business or they still own a business and they'll, they'll kind of guide me in, in a, in a strong way. Yeah. Uh, from, from the family standpoint, you know, I think that, uh, businesses sometimes are difficult for families to work through. Um, yeah. I've seen, you know, some businesses tear families apart. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think makes makes yours uh, or makes what you guys are doing work? Uh, we're pretty much 100% family ran. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my wife's helped me, my sister, my brother helps me when he's off of work. Uh, my mother goes a few hours and helps us out, just prep some things together. And yeah, you guys don't get tired of seeing each other. Uh, we fight a little <laughs> bit at the restaurant. Do you? Yeah. Then once once we get home, we just kind of forget about it. Put a coffee on and yeah. just kind of you know coffee and some bread. Yeah. And we just kind of it's like oh this happened today and it's like oh yeah I remember and you know we just kind of get over. You it. guys communicate. Yeah, we're we're pretty close overall, mm-hmm. and uh, we pretty much stay stay pretty good communicating. We all work together pretty well. We do have two other employees. And uh, they kind of see how that family environment kind of helps us get along. I'm sure it spills over to them too. I mean, do you yeah. do you do you feel like they're kind of like at times part of the family? Yeah, they help us out. You know, sometimes we'll cook out at the house. Mm-hmm. But hey, we're having a cookout after you know after we're close here. If you want to stop by the house, we'll stop by and you know get them a plate, take something to go. Depending on how the day's been at the restaurant, sometimes it's kind of it's kind of hectic. I <laughs> it's know. Like, oh no, I'm ready to go home. You know, go to sleep. And talk to me now about kind of like food truck, right? So like food truck has been, is that the latest venture that you've kind of like put together? Yeah, I recently got it in the first week of March. It's been pretty, I wanted to go ahead and get it. Uh, the restaurants are pretty new to it, you know, since August. So I've decided, uh, you know, I need to go ahead and get my food truck and be able to venture out. And oh, you've only had the restaurant for a year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Going, going on for a year. Mm-hmm. And, um, I would decide to go ahead and get the food trailer. It helped me put my name out there a lot more. Sure. And especially where I'm at in Metter, it's pretty competitive. Uh, there's five other Mexican restaurants. Wow. 
So with the food trailer, it helps me kind of venture out more outside of Canada County. Yeah. Um, five. That's a ton. Yeah, for um, a small town. Th- yeah, I know. Like, there's, uh, is there enough to support that, or is yeah. it just everybody's just competing? Uh, thankfully, we're. It seems that we're all doing pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, it's 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 all going pretty. You know, we all we pretty much all know each other. Uh huh. And you know, sometimes they'll come and eat with us, or we'll go out there to eat with them. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty good. Pretty good community overall. So you know, this idea of the food truck. Uh, when did that kind of like come to you? Um, it's been in the. We've had two other food trucks in the family, mm-hmm. one in Claxton, it's called uh, the taco truck. And I helped my cousin, uh, worked in Texas for, for about a year or two in the oil field. And when the oil field kind of dropped down, I came back to Georgia and went to, I helped him out on the food truck. Yeah. And we stayed pretty busy. You know, he only opened Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, but we stayed pretty busy. And I was like, man, I would like to buy me a food truck. Yeah. Well, a trailer, cause you know, if something happens with the food truck, can't drive it. That's right. So I decided to get me a trailer once I had the opportunity. That makes sense. Um, so you said something about oil fields. What did you do in the oil fields? Fields. Uh, I was just a laborer. Mm-hmm. I went out there at, right out of high school. I was nineteen. I was a year here and kind of working part time jobs here and there. I got a phone call like, "Hey, if you want to work, be here by Monday morning." Call me Friday afternoon. Uh, I had one of my cousins call me. I went. I was. I left here Saturday morning. And got to Kennedy, Texas, Sunday afternoon. Wow! Just kind of waited it out till Monday morning, put in my application, and started working. Pretty much. What led you to do that? Did you have any sense of fear, or did you have any like concern about like? Do you remember? More of a like a change of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of when I was working here, it was just kind of like day by day, you know, yeah. weekend by weekend. And once I got the phone call, I figured, you know. Give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. There's nothing, nothing to lose. What was it like out there? It was pretty rough. It mm-hmm. definitely uh, created a, it was a strong workforce, definitely. You know, I'd work, you know, I was 19 years old working with guys that were 40, 50 years old. And they were, you know, pretty much working circles around me. And I'm over here, you know, Googling, you know, what's a pipe wrench and running to the, you know, to the toolbox, and, you know, trying to Google what these tools were and stuff. Yeah. And it was pretty, pretty, it's a a big learning curve. Mm. Well, uh, did you experience anything uh, that was, that sticks out in your mind as a good uh, learning Uh, opportunity? Pretty much just work hard. Yeah. Yeah. 24-7. You know, we had a, it was a lot of work out there. First one I went out there, we worked uh, 28 days straight. Wow. So it was definitely pretty rough <laughs> you know what's interesting about that is you know I, I come across a lot of people that um, don't really understand that the human body can actually take a lot of stress right yeah. and so like you know now that you've gone through these 28 days straight you know it, it doesn't seem as uh, intense as you know what, what some people might be used to, right? Like yeah. most, a lot of people are used to, oh, like, you know, work four days, off for like three yeah. days or whatever it is. But like, you know, and then they hear about somebody that's, you know, going for, you know, a month straight. Yeah. Um, but I think it's so important to push ourselves to really go out there and um, challenge and, and face that challenge. Yeah. Because what that just means is like in the future, you won't feel, you won't... Um, it won't be as 
intense or challenging when you face those things moving forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of creates creates the backbone pretty much. Exactly. You know, we exactly. have. Once I came back to Georgia, um, I got a job at a at a pipe plant here in Statesboro yeah. called W Plastics. Okay. And I went. I worked there for six years. I uh, went from a labor, uh, pretty much like a like a labor mm-hmm. to a supervisor within like two months. And why was that? Uh, it was a new plant. They had just opened in 2017, and that's around the time that I that I started working there. And there was a lot of new uh, new employees, and you know, it's kind of work harder, uh, work us pretty much outwork anybody in the room that's yeah. there with you. Yeah. And hopefully it'll you know land you in a good spot. That's that happened to work for me. Yeah, especially since they knew I had a little bit of oil field experience. Sure. The the plant manager and the production manager they were from Texas. Oh, so kinda, okay. They, they get were, it. Yeah, they were from North Texas. Oh yeah, this guy knows how to work. And <laughs> said, Man, you know, I'm kind of tired of hard work, but I'll give it a try. Yeah. And six years, uh, it worked out pretty well. Stayed pretty busy. Met a lot of people. Uh, the workforce was kind of. Hit and miss. We had a lot of high turnover rate. Sure, but I still got to meet a lot of a lot of good people. What uh? So how did you end up leaving that uh, space? And what convinced you to leave it? Um, Does once, that catch us up to when you after yeah, you? Uh, I feel like everything kind of helped builds character. Mm-hmm. Um, once I opened the restaurant in August, I still worked at the plant full time, uh, eight to five. Once I got out of the plant. I would go to the restaurant. Love it. Or I would get up, you know, at six in the morning, go to the restaurant, help out, you know, prep, mop, you know, clean the table. How many up. hour days was that? Just about all of them. <laughs> that was about fifteen or so. Every single day. Every day, and on the on the weekends, you know, I ran the restaurant. That from, restaurant's the from, busiest. From ten to eight every day, you know, be there about six thirty. No days off. No days off. Wow. I went, I think, like seven months. Yeah. No days off. Yeah. And I just, um, I, when I purchased a food trailer, I decided, you know, it was, you know, time to go 100% at the restaurant. And the uh, plant manager understood pretty well. He's like, hey, and they hired me pretty quick to come back out there with the food trailer. Cause like, hey, we're gonna feed the whole plant. We want you to come feed That's them. Awesome. And, yeah, That's awesome. That's awesome. So they, you know, it's a big support from the plant. Did you learn anything along the way at the plant that really kind of like that you've been able to apply at the restaurant? Uh, as far as communication and uh, cleanliness, mm-hmm. that helps out a lot. Uh, following procedures, pretty much create like procedures for the restaurant. It's like, hey, this is how we're going to do things. Stay consistent. And it helps overall, you know, maintain a good, uh, how do you say, like a good, like a good reputation. Mm. You know, we would have audits once a year for the plant. And we would try to just, you know, clean as much as we could. Organize. Organization is a big thing for manufacturing. Yeah. For lean manufacturing. And I kind of pushed that those principles down to the to the restaurant. You know, maintain clean. That way, by the end of the night, you pretty much, you know, just kind of detailing a few things, and you're ready to go home. That's awesome. Uh, what's What's coming up next for Rollies? Um, hopefully, running the food trailer a lot more. Yeah. Um, once we're able to find some some pretty good employees, we'll try to venture out maybe to another place, mm-hmm. trying to open up another location. I like it. Uh, but pretty much run the food trailer as much as we can. Yeah. How do people get in touch with you if they uh, wanted if they wanted to? Uh, which I still have a Texas number. It's yeah. Nine five six seven zero three four zero nine one. Okay. Or you can contact me at the restaurant at nine one two six eight five seventy nine eighty four. You have a website. 
Uh, no, sir, I don't. Right okay, now. that's okay. What yeah. about uh, uh, Facebook? Insta- Facebook, yeah. Facebook, and Instagram. How do they find you uh, on there? Rolly Stacaria. Okay. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Well, I, I have to thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure hearing about kind of like your story uh, and the things that you've done. Um, fascinating that you know. I think that it's such an important thing for people to realize that experience really leads to your future. Right. And so as you go through things, don't be scared of the tough things that you face, because ultimately that is going to make you stronger, better and hopefully, you know, successful, successful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You'll see the tough things now and you think of a a year later, it's like, man, it wasn't really that tough. That's right. I was just kind of overstressing about it. That's right. But it's all this experience I've had has definitely helped me run the restaurant in the right direction. Um, Hopefully it'll keep running for another 20, 30 years. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, well, I'll definitely be uh, looking forward to stopping by uh, yes, the restaurant at some point. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Yes, sir. Cool, thank man. You.